there are certain nuances, there are certain structural deficiencies with the South African economy that need to be addressed. But globally, inequality is a big issue at the moment. In fact, 0.5% of the world's population own 35% of its wealth today. Oxfam, the civil society group, actually said in 2012, the world's 100 billionaires, richest billionaires, earned enough money that would have ended extreme poverty four times over. So these are serious issues and uh, our leaders need to address this. But unfortunately, what is happening is that we have these neo neoliberal economic policies where free market economics uh, is being prioritized and we have privatization, privatization of health, privatization of uh, your transport, privatization of your housing, privatization of education, privatization of everything. So basically what happens is that those who can afford it uh, are able to get prop good services because there is privatization and the state is outsourcing its basic responsibilities. All of us pay tax, whether we are income taxpayers or whether we are, or whether we buy a packet of biscuits from the local store, and or whether we travel in a taxi which who uses fuel whose surcharge goes to the government. But what is happening is our governments and there is too much collusion happening between politicians and big business, and the power of transnational corporations has basically increased exponentially, and that is why you are having that people who are at the bottom half. Of, of society of the of the social structure are being left behind so you, you have you have a you have a situation with where the privileged and the wealthy are get are, are getting ahead and and then you have a whole uh, massive uh, swath of your population which is left out well Mandeep, then why is it despite the fact that the MDGs may have been soft targets in the first place sub-saharan Africa are likely not to meet these targets why is it the rest of the world is reaching them I think there are a number of factors in this I mean Certainly, I mean, Africa also started off, Sub-Saharan Africa in particular, started off from a very low point. And neoliberal economic policies basically prioritize those who have, who have more wealth, who are more privileged. So, so with Africa being at the bottom, mm. uh, we're we having challenges. Africa, in fact, has the second highest growth rates uh, after East Asia in the world. But yet we have uh, in sub-Saharan Africa 48% of the population living below $1.25 a day. So, so there is that one big issue. The second big issue is governance. I mean, you know, uh, Mo Ibrahim, uh, who runs the uh, the governance index, this is, again, there's, there is no leader they wanted to give the prize to, which is the richest prize in the world, $5 million. And uh, I think that is a big issue that needs to be touched upon. And in fact, I was just reading Transparency International's Corruption Perception Index, and they said between 40 to 50% people in South Africa who were interviewed in the, uh, by them actually admitted to paying a bribe for basic social services. So... We have to look at, I think, the issue of corruption, which is a big sieve, and uh, but corruption not just at the at the smaller level, but corruption at the mm. at the much bigger structural level, where the state is abdicating its basic social contract to citizens to provide services, but outsourcing these to the private sector, and the private sector is now is obviously going is, is profit driven and every year when a ceo comes into the private uh, comes into business he has to show more profit more more he has to show greater gains and so oftentimes these prices are increased every year and these may not be even uh, in 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 consonance with the, with your inflation rates so what happens is that those who can afford them are able to get them